With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. here on your home buying compass to to learn about buying and selling homes, learn about the real estate market. Hi everyone, this is Jim Mitchell and while we try to provide some guidance and education, what we don't want to encourage you to do is think you can outsmart the market. Uh, a lot of people try and you know work around and think they've got a, a, a great idea and it doesn't always work out that way and today we'll find out um, whether or not our topic falls under that category as we welcome uh, David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group, back to the podcast. He always shares great information with us based on his several decades of experience as a realtor. And um, Dave, we're going to talk about uh, those who uh, who think they can fix up a home, and many times they can do a great job. But uh, this this topic always scares me a little bit. Yeah, Jim. Thank you very much again for uh, for having us here today. And the, um, this is a great topic to talk about because I think this is a great example of where you need an experienced agent and a good team on your side if you're going to be looking at a, a home that may need some work. Yeah. Now, certainly there's people who like to buy homes and flip them. That's that's one whole category. But there's there's many others who see a home that's a little depressed and say, okay, I, I can bid low, I can get this, and I'm going to fix it up, and it's going to be what I want when I'm done. So talk about that concept. Um, how should buyers who think they can do that really approach that type of a purchase? Sure. I think that the buyers need to um, look at it uh, from a perspective of knowing exactly what they want, what the final product should look like to them, and, and then put together a plan of action. Because honestly, if you really think about it, um, there's two kinds of buyers. There's ones that just love new homes and everything has to be perfect and brand new. Um, and if that's the case, this might be the kind of buyer that could do something like that. Um, and there's others that are okay with things, little things being wrong here and there. And But we have to understand what that buyer is looking to achieve, what's their end product goal, um, before they can really get too deep into this, obviously for cost reasons. Yeah. So someone says, okay, you know, I'm going to spend less, going to find a, a, a home I can fix up. First of all, what's the upside to taking that approach? Sure. That's um, the upside, I think, and, and I can I can speak uh, directly to this. The upside is that you get exactly what you want, right? So mm-hmm. people are out looking at homes, and maybe the older homes, and maybe they want to buy in a neighborhood or a school district that maybe the houses are newer, maybe they're from the 80s, and and they don't have these houses might not have what they want. In other words, they may not have the right bathrooms, bedrooms, the layout they want. If you're going to do major renovations, you can get exactly what you want and the kitchen what you want, the bathroom is how you want it um, in your way. That's the upside. And the reason I can speak to it is, honestly, um, we can talk about this, Jim, but it's been about 14 years now. Uh, 14 years ago, I 
I bought a house and, and renovated the entire house, top to bottom. Um, and I did it because I wanted it my way. And it was, for me, it wasn't an investment. It was because I wanted my family of six to, to enjoy the house the way that we wanted it. Um, and, but, but the point of the upside is that you get what you want exactly. So then opposite side, and, and glad to hear that uh, your story ended well, but what, what can go wrong with taking that approach? Sure, the, the downside could be obviously if you don't plan properly and understand what you're getting into, um, you need to uh, make sure you don't get into an over your head. In other words, if the house needs way too much work or if what your expectations of the house would be are too expensive for you, um, then it's probably a bad situation. So, for instance, some people, you know, they might – the house might be the right house and everything exactly what they wanted, but if they're expecting a $150,000 kitchen, then it might not fall in their budget, right? And I'm only saying that because it's just the expectations of the buyers, right? Some buyers want they're, – they're okay putting a different – you know, they have to have a plan, I guess is what I'm saying, because there's so much – between bathrooms and kitchens that could be spent moving walls, et cetera. So the downside would be if they, they're getting in over their head and they can't afford what they want, um, so ultimately they won't be happy with that, right? They won't be exactly what they're looking for. You've shared with us many times uh, your approach to helping buyers and sellers, and uh, you get very involved, um, provide guidance where, where needed and where asked. Um, when you approach a home like this, you know the buyers have this in mind. What do you do to help them evaluate the home that they're looking at? Um, let's just first, and we've talked about this in the past, Jim, location. So let's just assume it's in a good location and it's a good lot and everything is perfect that they want, right? That, that's my first assumption here. But to evaluate the home, I think that they just have to understand what the house entails in other words how many issues are involved is it structurally it's just a good solid home and needs a lot of updating or is it a home that is in disrepair and there's just so much to go on um, and so again developing a plan I would sit down and, and go over all the things that they want to do with the house and in some houses it's a matter of updating in some houses it's a matter of major issues structural or if you get into if, if the house has had deferred maintenance you, know, you may have to, if you have to replace the roof and the furnace and the air, and maybe there's two furnaces, and maybe it's a shake shingle roof, which costs 50000 I mean, these are the kind of things that we look at to make sure they understand exactly what it would be. Um, and going back to the beginning, develop a plan, make sure you understand what the costs are, and get good professionals involved to, uh, to make a good decision. And I'm going to ask you about pricing, and I initially – thought to ask from the buyer's perspective, how, how do they approach making an offer on a home like this? But I guess you might even look at it from the seller's perspective, because I'm sure you've had sellers who have a home that needs work and they don't realize it. You know, they, they think their home is fine, um, and you may have to work with them to, to price it accordingly. But anyway, either way, when a house has the potential to need work, um, how do you go about pricing and either you know, pricing for a seller or offering for a buyer? Sure. Um, actually, I've got a client who just put a house under contract last night, and they were looking at houses, and um, they had two different price points. One is, and I'll, without using their numbers, I'll use my own numbers here, 
the, someone might be saying, hey, I can afford up to 550, but if it needs work, I can afford 450 or 400. In other words, they whatever their affordability is, that would be for a house that's perfect in great moving condition. And um, we have to make sure that this house is in this price point affordability with the work to be done. I guess I didn't answer your question. Though. How does this price get the house get priced? Um, you know, so the house that specifically we're looking at buying has to be priced below the market. And this is where it gets interesting, right? Depending on the market. So for instance, if you were trying to buy a house like this in March of this year, when the market was skyrocketing higher and higher, people were probably overpaying a bit for a house that need a lot of work. Um, as the markets close and we get to more of a normalized market in the next uh, six to 12 months, I think that we'll see a spread between the best houses and the houses that need a lot of work. And that house that needs work needs to be priced properly. And honestly, you see houses sitting in the market right now and they're in a great location. It comes down to, we know that that house is overpriced, right? And, um, but we, we set up a game plan to figure out how we can best um, determine a good price for that house. Again, and if, if they're going to do a lot of work, we have to make sure they, they pay the right amount or it will not work out in the end. Yeah, we're, we're talking with uh, David Schwabe with the Schwabe Group. Uh, Compass Realty today, getting information about those of you who may be interested in buying a home that that needs some work, ready to roll up your sleeves and uh, and uh, try and turn it into the home that you've always wanted. Uh, we talked about some of the things buyers should be looking for, what some of the, the pitfalls are. Uh, I know frequently, David, when, when homes are purchased, there's a home warranty that uh, um, sometimes even the seller provides, the buyer will pick up. Um, when a home is uh, outdated or potentially even needs repair, are those warranties, are they still available? Do they vary? Uh, how, how does that get impacted? Sure. The warranty companies um, are obviously independent. They don't ever, ever come to the house. But the bottom line is the home warranty companies will cover items that are not preexisting. So, for instance, if you did, uh, if you bought a house with a 75-year-old furnace, <laughs> it'd be ridiculous. But if you did, and, and it was still operational, technically the home warranty will cover it because it was operational at purchase. Um, so we see we see people who are doing. Uh, so this would be good in this situation if they're going to buy the house and fix it over time, and they're worried about the really old furnace and old water heater and uh, old air conditioner that sort of thing. But they all operate. If they buy a home warranty or get a home warranty, then during the process over the next two or three years, if something happens, that furnace could potentially be replaced or obviously repaired. Um, so those warranties will cover it as long as it's not pre-existing. Um, and that's um, an important people don't understand. You know, if you've got a leak in your roof, the warranty mm-hmm. company's not going to fix it if it was leaking during, leaking during the uh, inspection period. Yeah. Uh, talk about the inspection too. Does that become even more critical uh, when a buyer is thinking about making changes, major changes to a home? Uh, absolutely. So it's it's always important to do an inspection. I never recommend going without one unless you're a you know a seasoned uh, house flipper. Um, but um, but the inspection is important, and, and I, it's more important too, by the way, to tell the inspector what the intentions are. Like, hey, we're not going to – we're going to replace this furnace after we move in, so I'm not worried about it. But I am worried about this, this, and this. I'm worried about the structural or the flooring doesn't seem right. It's kind of bowed here. Um, the kind of things that could turn into major issues, we really want to make sure we've, we've taken good attention to um, to protect ourselves. 
But, um, you know, for instance, and again, talking about my house when I bought it, you know, I knew I was going to renovate the entire house. So I just had to make sure it was a solid house, um, structurally sound, you know, everything's in good condition that I could um, could do the work that I want to do to the house. I assume the buyer has to do a lot of homework to evaluate the cost of the changes they want to make. Uh, as you said, you, you may have a price point that says, uh, I'll spend this much and keep this much in reserve. But no matter how much you have in reserve, if you don't know what certain things cost, that might not get you very far. That's a lot of planning that should go into this before someone attempts this, right? Absolutely. And I think that's when we um, put them in touch with someone maybe in the trades and thinking of some pretty good idea on the value. If they're going to do major work to a house, obviously we want a contractor to come in as well as an inspector, take a look at it and give them a ballpark figure um, how much it costs to to redo these things in the house. For instance, a good contractor can probably look at a bathroom and say, oh, here's, if we're going to do that from scratch, it's going to be X dollars, assuming this level of product, right? And if we're going to do a kitchen, it should be about this much in today's market because obviously the cost of materials are, are changing daily. So, but I and think that's a good point too. Yeah, we we'll talk about those professionals, those tradesmen. You, you often provide referrals for many different services to your buyers. Um, in today's market, is it hard to find tradespeople? Let's say, okay, I'm going to buy a home and I plan to do these things. Could it be six months before I can even get someone to come in and start work? So it's interesting. I've, I've been having pretty good luck lately with uh, the tradespeople. They seem to have slowed down a little bit. Um, the bigger question always has to be with, you know, appliances and, uh, you know, cabinets. And so that's a question for the tradespeople is, hey, what's, what's the time frame right now on to get some materials? Um, the buyer, again, the buyer right now doing some work in this house. And, and that was the question to, you know, how long is it going to take to get the kitchen cabinets? We want to, want to redo the kitchen. Um, all very important questions, um, but a good again, it was a referral to a good tradesperson on that specific topic. We should be able to get those answered pretty quickly. And in theory, uh, we talk about people buying to get into a neighborhood, growing, moving into a new home as their family grows. Um, I assume people think they're going to get a good return if they if they do a lot of work on their house, but is that the approach they should go in with, or just not really count on an upside later down the road? Yeah, if they're going into it as an investor, that's one thing. But if they're going into it, they're going to live there 15 years, 20 years, um, that's a hard call, right? Because the reality is if they buy a different house, that house is going to need a lot of work over the 15 or 20 years anyways. But uh, mm-hmm. to get a good return, you know, it, it could be expected, count on it, depending on how much work you're doing. Um, and that's a discussion mm-hmm. we can have as well with the buyers. Okay. Well, uh, boy, i got a list of things here we're going to continue talking about in future episodes, David. But um, – um, we always like to give you a minute to kind of tell people where to get a hold of you and where to find you. So let's, let's do that before we let you go today. Sure. It's my cell is 847-636-6747, 847-636-6747, or david at schwabigroup.com. David Schwabi, thank you very much for joining us. As always, great to talk with you and uh, great information for those of you who are looking to buy a home that might need some work. We uh, Always have more information available for you and visit Schwabe Group, S C H W A B E Group.com. Thanks very much for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over the limit by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.